Welcome to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. It's Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. He's been in the triangle for 17 years. Dr. Mann, how are you doing? I'm doing good. No hurricanes yet. You know, the weather's starting to cool down a little bit. It's doing good yeah yeah fall man. is in the in the air it's 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 here you know it's still north carolina yes it's a usually a little bit of a late entrance into fall but that's okay let's yeah. just hope we don't get cold anytime soon that's right that's right well i'm still uh, i'm still digging my shorts and me too and t-shirts and flip-flops yeah yeah man flip-flops that's what <laughs> i like to hear i am jason kong thank you so much for joining us on this sunday afternoon well what we do with this program is we talk about matters of uh health and um oral matters as well. And basically, healthy teeth are essential for great overall health. And Dr. Mann, one thing that um, I think a lot of people might be familiar with, uh, whether it's something that they have done themselves or a family member has done this, and that's clenching and grinding of the teeth. Yes, that's a common thing that we see in about 50% of the population. Um, you know, uh, most a lot of people know that they do it, but, um, you know, it, it, it is a, a very common thing. Clenching is a little bit different than grinding. Clenching is when you, you know, basically just, you know, use your muscles of mastication to bring your teeth together and clench down. Grinding is when you actually start moving them side to side. And that's what parents, a lot of parents hear in their, in their children or a spouse hears, you know, the other one uh, while they're sleeping. And it's, a, it's a, like a chalkboard type, you know. The person who's hearing it doesn't like it for sure because it's it's a very chalkboardy, can send chills up your spine. But um, it is very common. Um, some studies show anywhere from forty to sixty percent of the population do some kind of clenching and grinding in their lifetime, and um, you know it's it's uh, it ranges from severe to minor. You know, um, we've seen cases where people just grind their teeth out, you know, completely. Some people do it during the day. Uh, subconsciously some people um, do it just at night and some people do it both um, and then there's also the the social habit of grinding some people do it socially like when they're social or clenching when they're uh, in social situations that they're uncomfortable with you'd be surprised how many people grind their teeth driving or clench because uh, you know especially in this area as traffic is building up you know and uh, there's more and more traffic you get you get a lot of frustration on the roads, and it comes out in the form of clenching those teeth and grinding. You know? yeah, so, I think anytime you're on forty, you just automatically oh, start grinding and clenching yeah. your teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's either that or you you know you got to you know you might use some explicit explic, you know explicit words and mm-hmm. some hand motions you might not be proud of. You know, so yeah, clenching and grinding your teeth is probably the safest of the two. That's um, right, yeah. but it, it it does have some repercussions, you know, and. Um, but, you know, we'd also see, uh, you know, uh, chewing ice, uh, you know, uh, like someone chewing ice all the time, even though it's um, not considered, you know, uh, bruxism, it does wear the teeth down and it and is considered a form of grinding because it, it's, it's tearing those teeth up. So if this impacts 50% of the population, what causes that? Because it's, it's got to be something or many things that are, are somewhat prevalent. Yeah, I would say there's probably three common causes. You know, the first cause being um, malocclusion, meaning the teeth don't come together properly. And so um, our body likes um, even balance. You know, so if our teeth are not hitting evenly, um, we tend to want to grind our teeth to get them even. Okay. So a lot of people who have open bites, for instance, um, because because their their jaws aren't lined right or um, certain teeth are out of position, 
they will tend to grind their teeth uh, to get those front teeth to touch for open bite people. Um, uh, for people who are just touching on the front teeth, they might grind to get the back teeth to touch. So uh, your body wants to be balanced. So malocclusion uh, or what we call crooked teeth or not that perfect smile that we're looking for can cause people to grind their teeth. The, 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 the second one, which it can't be overlooked, is, is still important, is uh, sleep breathing disorders. Okay, and we've talked about this before, and this ranges from early in childhood to late all the way up until we die. Um, and it, basically what sleep breathing disorders are is the airway constriction of our upper airway. And that can occur early on in children from their tonsils being enlarged, uh, allergies, um, mouth breathing, things like that, all the way up to sleep apnea um, in patients as they get older. So sleep apnea is when we basically, our upper airway closes off and uh, we stop breathing. Uh, large tonsils in kids narrows their airway. So what do, what, what do people have? They have to have air um, to live. Their, their, their body needs air. Their cells need oxygen. So what, what uh, we do when our airway is blocked is we tend to move that lower jaw forward. So our lower jaw, our mandible, we tend to move it forward. And how we do that is by clenching our teeth and guiding it forward. And so that starts the process of clenching and grinding in a lot of people early in childhood. So if there's any parents out there who are seeing their child or hearing their child clench and grind a lot at night, it's probably a sign that they're having some airway problems. And it would be good to you know talk to an ENT, their pediatrician, or they could even um, bring them in to our office for an evaluation um, because there is a program called Healthy Start that can you know stop those problems early on. Um, for those who are clenching and grinding their teeth, who may be obese, obesity um, is 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 uh, is one of the major causes for sleep apnea. So, and or someone who is feeling lethargic during the day, also in conjunction with their grinding, um, that would be a sign of sleep apnea. Um, and even acid reflux, it, it, it can be a sign of sleep apnea. And acid reflux comes and looks a lot like um, it would be clenching and grinding of the teeth because when you get acid in your mouth it will actually erode the teeth and look like you're grinding your teeth but you're really it's, it's acid so when someone comes in and we see a lot of erosion on their teeth we have to differentiate differentiate between hey do they have acid reflux or are they grinding their teeth um, because it's two different two different uh, common causes but um, so sleep breathing disorders are number two the number three is just uh, a CNS type thing under so under certain situations stress can bring out uh clenching and grinding you know if you have a coworker, you know that you can't stand and you're constantly having to be beside them mm-hmm. you know you could clench your teeth a lot during the day especially if they're saying things that just constantly get on your nerves um driving like we said uh uh, uh social uh, uh what i see a lot of uh people who who have um some social issues uh they're they're very you know, shy, um, they tend to, when they get in uh, uncomfortable social situations, they tend to pick up a habit of either chewing the side of their lip or clenching or grinding, you know, and that, that in itself is all a central nervous system type thing. It's not really caused by malocclusion or sleep breathing disorder. So those are probably the three major things. The other is habit forming, uh, forming a habit of like chewing on a pencil or, 
you know, sliding your front teeth back and forth um, or chewing ice. That's a really bad one, chewing ice. Those things tend, even though um, it's it's mechanical in nature, I tend to to put that in line with, with uh, clenching and grinding your teeth or what we call bruxism uh, in our office. So Yeah, man. And so there's a, just a, a wide variety of causes, yes. it seems like. So. And you got to get to the to the bottom of it. Right. Yeah. And that's where a professional like you comes in. And if you want to schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann, you can do so by calling him in the office at 919-462-9338. 919 462 9338. You can also go online to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. We're going to continue our conversation about clenching and grinding teeth. We've got plenty more to cover. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, and we're talking all about clenching and grinding teeth. And Dr. Mann, we just went over uh, the many causes or the the three most popular causes that would cause someone to uh, clench and grind their teeth. But um, what are some signs that patients might look for? Because sometimes you may not even know that you're clenching or grinding. Yeah, one of the common themes that we hear from people who clench and grind their teeth who, who who say, oh, I don't clench and grind my teeth, is teeth sensitivity. Uh, when you clench and grind your teeth, you're actually pushing your teeth against each other more than what they were used to, to as, as in chewing your teeth. And, and think about it, even when you're chewing, not chewing your teeth, but chewing your food, but think about it, even when you're chewing your food, your teeth never really come together really hard. You know, they, they come close to getting you know, completely in contact, but they don't um, come together as hard as when you clench your teeth. And so what you're doing when you clench those teeth is you're pushing the bottom teeth down and you're pushing the top teeth up. And what that does is it pushes your tooth against your gum. And over time, that constant clenching will make your gums recede up on the top and down on the bottom. And it exposes your root, which is very sensitive. So a lot of people, one of the first symptoms they'll have is they'll have tooth sensitivity to cold when they drink something cold and or eat salads or something like that that would be a sign that you have some recession it could be a sign that you're you're clenching your tooth that's one of the major symptoms we see the other sign is look and see if you're seeing wear on your teeth if you're seeing cracks and chips on, on your front teeth or you're seeing cracks on your back teeth with wear you know divots in the top part of your teeth there's only uh, really one thing that could be happening either you're chewing a lot of hard things, ice, opening beer bottles with your front teeth. <laughs> no, but, uh, but uh, uh, you know, there's really uh, the main uh, culprit is, is, is clenching the teeth. Could be acid reflux, but you, either way, you still want to get to the bottom of that um, because both of them can cause tooth erosion and major problems. Yeah, and you'd certainly want to avoid that. Um, well, if someone is uh, clenching or grinding their teeth, maybe they're aware of it but they're not necessarily feeling any sort of sensitivity or pain. Is that something that they should be concerned about or can they let it ride? Yes. I mean, uh, I would say no, you know, um, 
One of the major things that we see is cervical erosion or what we call abfractions in the teeth. Um, and that's when that once your your gums receded, uh, you're exposed to part of your tooth that's very soft, your, your root. It's made up of something called cementum, which is very soft. So we start seeing that wear away and you get what we call divots around your gum line. So I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have these little indentations around their gum line, almost like they look like pits or almost like a cavity without decay. That is basically from clenching and grinding your teeth. And what that does over time is that will get deeper and deeper, and it undermines basically the uh, the tooth itself, the part that we see, we call it the crown, the part that we see above the gum line, and it makes the patient uh, more vulnerable to having that tooth broke, broken off and they're eating food um, or breaking. Um, and the other thing um, that people may not really recognize and see is fractures forming in the back of their teeth in the enamel you know um if you start seeing fractures especially around old uh uh metal fillings if you're a clincher and you had decay early on and you got these metal fillings in there and you're clinching on them you'll develop these fractures and if those fractures get down below your gum line into those uh roots then you have to have the tooth extracted so it's always good to um to address the the situation if you have it. Um, if you start seeing those signs and symptoms that we talked about, cervical erosion, sensitivity, or if your dentist sees it, you really should, you know, uh, you want to, you want to get it treated. You want to take it seriously. Yeah. And, uh, I guess you could even ask, you know, a, a family member or if your spouse, uh, absolutely, you know, Hey, do you notice me clenching or grinding my mm-hmm. teeth? That's probably a, a, a great way to f- sort of figure out if you're doing it. It is. And, and again, with a sleep breathing disorder, if, if your spouse is telling you you're snoring and you're stopping, you know, you're stopping, uh, breath at, breathing at night, your breathing is stopping. Then, uh, you also, you know, and, and you come into the dentist and the dentist is saying, Hey, you're grinding your teeth pretty badly, and you got both of these things going on. You definitely want to get checked out for sleep apnea because more than likely you have it. So um, once you solve the sleep apnea, guess what? Your grinding will go away um, in many instances. So um, you know, finding that cause of why you're doing it is is our goal, and um, so uh, it's definitely something you want you because even if you're young and you're you're not seeing any of those signs and symptoms but your dentist can see it and you don't think you're having anything. Remember, you have your teeth for a long period of time in your life and you're using them a lot during the day. Um, And uh, I always tell people, you know, if you're using them more than what they were made for by clenching and grinding, they're going to wear out. Okay. Just like if you, uh, you don't put motor oil in an engine, it's going to explode on you. And um, so I, I tell people, you know, you will eventually have problems, not only with your teeth, but other areas as well, like temporomandibular joint disorder and things like that. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to have a regular checkup. And if you're in need of that, uh, you can give Dr. Mann a call in the office at 919-462-9338, 919 You can also go online to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, Smileman. We're going to continue our conversation on clenching and grinding of teeth. Dr. Mann, uh, uh, we hear a lot about TMJ. I want to ask you about that. And we'll also talk about some ma- some solutions that folks uh, can uh, uh, 
uh, implement in their lives to maybe help with clenching and grinding of teeth. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry, talking all about clenching and grinding of the teeth, uh, the causes of that, and uh, symptoms that you may be doing it if you're not quite aware of it. Maybe someone else in your family is aware that you are doing it and what to do. Dr. Mann, we, uh, we hear a lot about TMJ. What is that? That's a good question. Now, I think a lot of people hear about that, but basically TMJ is temporomandibular joint disorder. Some people hear it as TMD, temporomandibular disorder. But your temporomandibular joint is the joint that connects right above your ear, connects your lower jaw to your skull, basically. And when you open it and close, uh, that's how you chew your food. So really, your top uh, what we call the maxilla of your upper jaw is stationary and your lower jaw moves. But TMJ disorder is when it's used too much or your joints are not evenly balanced and it creates um, pain, you know. Um, and, and TMJ pain can come from muscle pain by overworking the muscles that surround it or it can come from pain within the joint, Um you know, most joints have what we call meniscus around it, which is a protective, greasy layer that helps our joints slide as they move. Um, that meniscus starts to wear out from overuse, and then you get a clicking or a popping, much like you would on a on a knee or something like that that's worn out. And then um, that's when the major pain sets sets in. Most TMJ disorder is muscle related. You know, most of it is inflammation of the joint around the ligaments and the muscles. Um, or the muscles in general because of overworking them. Um, the joint itself, it takes a lot of clenching and over a period of, of time and or um, having improper uh, position of the jaw. If you have uh, you know, some bad positioning, your jaws didn't develop properly. Um, most, most of it takes a long time to get what we call where the joint you know, is on bone on bone. Um, but uh, TMJ is a, is, a, is a disorder that um, takes a while to heal up. I tell people, as soon as you start feeling any kind of discomfort in your joints, you want to visit your dentist. Because the sooner you get there, the, the easier it will be to treat it. And the length of time to treat it will, will be less. Because if you get into full-blown temporomandibular joint pain or disorder, it can take months sometimes to, to get it so that it's bearable. I've seen people... You know, just seething in pain because of it. They can't open their mouth to eat and chew because of it. So um, it is something that's serious. Most of the causes of it go directly back to clenching and grinding and overuse of the muscles of mastication, the muscles in that joint. Yeah. Oh man. So that's uh, that's pretty serious. If uh, it is very if serious, not treated. Yeah, and it can and it can cause some severe pain. Um, now there's some people that have chronic TMJ and. Um, you know, that's also another issue, and that's usually when that meniscus wears out, and um, that's when other other means have to be taken, you know, more surgical, 
Um, we even, we're even able to use Botox now for, for those patients that have chronic, what we call chronic TMJ. Well, Dr. Mann, now that I think we've scared everyone about uh, <laughs> clenching and grinding your teeth, what can people do to help prevent that? Well, the easiest thing they can do, um, if, they've, if we've ruled out that they don't have sleep apnea or any sleep breathing disorders, if it's a child, the best thing for them to do is wear something called a habit corrector that we use in our office through Healthy Start. They wear it at night, prevents them from clenching, keeps their airway open. Um, the same with adults. If they've ruled out the, um, if, they, if, they, if they don't have sleep apnea, we use something in our um, uh, practice called an anterior deprogrammer, okay? And it's just a little piece that fits over your front teeth. If you think about it, you really can't clench on your front teeth. When you put your teeth end to end, if there's listeners out there that want to try it, you can put your teeth end to end, and you can try to clench down. Your brain won't let you. And the reason why is because your brain knows it'll shatter those teeth. Well, we put a little piece on the front to keep those back teeth separated so that they can't touch. And it sends a or deprograms your mind, but it sends a message to your mind or your or your brain, don't clench because you'll shatter those front teeth. So if you pop that in at night, it's not very invasive like a full mouthpiece is, but it sends that message to your brain, hey, don't do it. And then, you know, then it protects it. A lot of people love them um, because they are not, you know, invasive like a full mouth uh a guard that we see that a lot of people wear. Um, and it's about the only thing in the market, even with those full plastic uh, mouth guards, you're still able to, to clench and grind. So yes, you might be protecting your teeth, but you're not protecting your tempo manipular joint. And so the anterior deprogrammer is a good way to protect that joint because it keeps you from clenching. Now, if you have chronic TMJ, usually the anterior deprogrammer won't work. And that's how we decipher someone has chronic versus acute, what we call uh, TMJ, that can easily be uh, remedied. Uh, if someone has chronic, the, usually the anterior deprogrammer doesn't work. Then we have to move to something called an orthotic, okay? And that's something that we specifically make for that individual. Um, we put them on a TENS unit, which helps clear out all the lactic acid from their muscles, try to get their joints in the most comfortable position um, so that it's not hurting. And then we make a, a, a piece for them to wear in their mouth, usually on the lower jaw, so that it keeps those joints from hurting. They're putting the, they're, we put them in a position so they don't hurt. Oh man, that's uh, that's that's key because I think that if uh, um, you know you can use that technology because I think you're right. You know, a lot of people don't want to wear a, a full mouthpiece. Right. Uh, you don't want to feel like you're about to go twelve rounds with Floyd Mayweather <laughs> every night when you're going to bed. You know, you just want to put something right. a, a little less invasive. Yes, and some of those over the counter, the rubber ones like you're talking about, that look like mouth guards that you wear for. Mm -hmm you know, for um, athletics, they can actually cause you to, to grind and, ch and chew a little bit more because they have that rubbery effect. And, you know, a lot of people, when they're, if they're a grinder, they like that, you know, and so they'll continue to do it. They'll continue to clench on it and grind. And, again, it will protect your teeth, but it won't protect your muscles and it won't protect that joint up there. Yeah, and that's a key point that you need to keep in mind. If you want to get yourself checked out, schedule an appointment with Dr. Mann. Call the office at 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. Dr. Mann has two offices, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70. You can also email Dr. Mann, Dr. Mann, that's man with two N's, at smileman. Dot com, Dr. Man at smileman.com. And Dr. Man, we're just about out of time here, but what do we have on tap for next week? 
Well, we're going to talk about something that uh, is, we do specifically in our office. We're one of the few in the area. It's called Smile Bond. It's an alternative to porcelain veneers for those people out here uh, uh, out in the uh, triangle that are looking to change their smile, but they don't want to spend the money um, that, 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 that is required for porcelain veneers. So we're going we're gonna to be in here talking all about that. I like uh, affordable economic options. That's- affordable economic and looks great. Excellent. Excellent. Looking forward to that conversation. We will be doing that and we hope you'll join us. Thank you so much for listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great day.